You're listening to Defenders of Escalon. One, two, one, two. Kill the zombies by shooting them in the head. They can't eat you if you make them dead. Shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies. Hey, kill the zombies by shooting them in the head. They can't eat you if you make them dead. Shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies. Hey, they'll limp around in blood and cover things in stains. They'll moan and groan and try to eat your flesh and brains. But if you lead them down an alley, you can snipe them pretty badly. Cause the best way to kill zombies is by shooting them in the head. Kill the zombies by shooting them in the head. They can't eat you if you make them dead. Shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies, shoot the zombies. Hey, kill the zombies by shooting them in the head. They can't eat you. If you've ever been on the Guild Wars 2 suggestions on the Guild Wars wiki, you'll know that there are some pretty weird suggestions for it. And on this episode, I'm going to go through the good, the bad, and the downright stupid. There are a total of 209 suggestions, but I'm not going to go through all of them, because some of them are really long. I might go through part 2 in episode 8, but I'm still undecided about that. So, without further ado, bring on the suggestions. The first suggestion, make Tengu a playable race. They've been there since the beginning. Why not? Plus, Talon Silverwing was an awesome henchie. Plus, be able to choose a race of Tengu like the Quatside Tengu, for example. Well, in Guild Wars 2, I can see Tengu being a playable race. Maybe in the first one, or maybe in the expansion pack. I really don't see a reason why they shouldn't be a playable race, unless they got extinct in Guild Wars 2 or something. Sir, it's very well plausible. Question number 2, go! Making joining a guild character-based. I think that joining a guild should be character-based instead of account-based. So your PvP character can play in a PvP guild, while your PvE character can be in a PvE guild. If you want, or if you s- if you want, or if you simply want, spelling mistake, if you simply want to be in your friend's guild with one once character and in a big guild with another character. And whoever wrote that, please use full stops or commas. And if you didn't get what I just said, he basically wants it like World of Warcraft, where if you join in a character, it doesn't go on all your other characters, which can be both bad and good. Because, as you said, you could have a PvE character in a PvE guild and a PvP character in a PvP guild. But it can really get annoying because in WoW you have to join that guild again if you're not in the guild on that character. So I really don't know what they're going to do with this. But I really think they'll leave it like it is now in Guild Wars 1. Here is a weird one. Toilets. I think it's about time we allow our characters to relieve themselves by letting them use the loot. My poor character has no option but to hold it in. And this, I think, would cause all of us to suffer over a period of time. So maybe if our characters started aching to go to the toilet, but if you wasn't letting them, their health could degenerate slightly over time. 
this would only be time you are online of course and not downtime then when your character finally drops their load health could be rewarded depending on the toiletry stats this could also be affected by drinking alcohol or even eating things like doner kebabs I don't know if this was a joke or not, but I really don't see them putting this into Guild Wars 2. Next suggestion. Sprays, like in Counter-Strike. I want to be able to spray paint all over the world to customize it. This will definitely not work. I can see it right now. People spraying shock sprays everywhere. Integrate WoW with Guild Wars 2 so we can fight each other. That would be awesome. Guild Wars versus WoW. It would be so cool to go to all the WoW places with Guild Wars character 2 and use the WoW items. Stop messing about and join the games together. You could even join Star Wars Galaxies in and have Jedis. He actually spells it Jedis. G-E-D-I-S. This will never ever 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 happen ever. Ever ever ever. Minimap destination point. There's one little thing that kind of bothers me when I'm playing Guild Wars, and that is that I can't set my own destination point on the map, so an arrow will guide me to that point. So in Guild Wars 2, you could like open the world map, tap the right mouse button, and Viola. You have set a destination point that will cause an arrow on your minimap to point in that direction to the point you want to go. I can see this happening, but we'll just see. Level by fighting. So you can't like get lots of experience by doing quests and fighting. Cause the only way to level in the original Guild Wars is to do missions and quests. And that kinda sucks. When you are stuck, no more quests and are not strong enough to move on. So I hope Guild Wars 2 you can going lot you can gaying lots of experience by fighting players and monsters. Please guys, spell check these suggestions. And what he's saying is, kinda make it like WoW, where you have to level to do anything good in the game. And I hope ArenaNet do not do this. If they do, Guild Wars 2 will be a massive grand fest, and I probably won't play it for that long. That's like every other MMO ever made. Earning Gold Nowadays in Guild Wars, the only way to earn lots of gold is to do quests and missions. And that sucks! Because when you fight monsters, you only get like 50 to 100 gold for the big monsters. And if you're doing, if you're with someone, you have to share it! No wonder why I'm poor. So, platies make a better way to earn money in Guild Wars 2. I bet you can't find where the caps locked words were. I kind of agree, but well, then it would just make the game boring and it wouldn't make the armors challenging to get. So no, don't make gold easier to get. Better bosses. In Guild Wars 1, the bosses are pretty poor. I have a few major problems with them. Some are ridiculously easy to kill. They'll take Reaper's Mark and another degen skill and you'll call it a boss. A boss is a challenge. That isn't a challenge. The names are dumb. Some are funny, but it takes away from the lore and feel of fighting a boss. Bosses like Fenrir and the Hunter are great boss names, and especially with Fenrir, the lead up to that boss is great. Has you not only anticipate the boss, but it also has a nice little roar. Bosses like Heelstone Banface 
made that up are just dumb. They don't have monster skills usually. I don't mean like they have copies of their little versions. I mean special boss only make monster skills to make them especially harder and to fit whatever profession slash species they are. So I guess he means have specific versions of skills for that boss I think. I don't know. Some uh, of the main ones are uninteresting. The hunger was probably the most boring boss I have ever fought. Bosses like, forgot the name, that one calls minions and to restore them he sacks 5% health and that is how you kill him. Is very fun and interesting boss. That makes a boss fun. Something beyond just attack him or just attack his healers and then attack him. They are just random. Bosses that have nothing to do with the main storyline are fun. In fact, they are great, but the Sky Eater is just randomly put in there and is just plain dumb. White Owl is just, why is he there? That Lord of the Thousand Daggers Guild is not random. Fenrir is not random. Blood Mother is borderline random. But if you can see, it is obviously the mother of all the hatchlands. So it isn't random. They should have a slight amount of background. They are just there. Very, very few bosses actually have entrances. Entrances are good, exciting, make you want to kill it. And at the bottom he puts a little comment that says, Granted, you guys seem to be doing a much better job with it in Eye of the North. So, with most of these, I agree. With the names, I kind of agree, but they're trying to put some humor in the game. Most games don't do that. With the skills, I especially agree with that. They should at least have a few skills that you can't learn. And with the they are random suggestion, I think they're not really supposed to be bosses. They're just mini bosses. Another suggestion is Beastery Book. Simple, whenever you kill a monster, random animal, or boss, it is added to your book. Full books equals title, The Gates Assassin. So, kind of like Kingdom Hearts, where you see a Heartless, and it gets added to your book, so you can, like, see the model of them, and see what they can do, and such. I hope they add this in, because this is a really good suggestion. Indoor Environments. It would be really cool to have a proper indoor environment, like a massive 30 floor towers with monsters and castles etic. All decked out of course. Lineage 2 did have a tower which I recall that had like 8 floors or something which you climbed fighting monsters. I think there's too many outdoor environments in the game. Need big indoor ones also. I also wish Guild Wars 1 had more indoor environments cause I really like fighting indoors. It makes you feel like not all of the adventurers are harmless and shopkeepers actually have shops where you can go in and buy stuff. So I really hope they have indoor environments in Guild Wars 2. Offline merchanting. It would be handy to have a merchanting system available to put up a shop when you're offline. You can set the price of each item you want to sell and when you get back online hopefully someone, some people have bought it. The current system in Guild Wars 1 of trading should still be kept but having the huge want to sell want to buy lists, lists of LA District 1 is ridiculous. Well I've got an idea go play Silk Road online and still tell me you want this feature in Guild Wars 2 
and this feature would probably max out all the servers on Guild Wars 2, and that is not fun. Mounts slash riding. Yeah, let's make Guild Wars 2 be actually like any other normal MMORPGs in Guild Wars. You can't jump, swim, fly, or ride. Sad, but Guild Wars 2 is our new hope. Yeah, let, so let's make it even better. Let mounting and riding be possible. Also flying, that would be cool. No, awesome. Cuz, it sometimes take too much time or it's just boring to walk all the way. Yes, I hope they add mounts too. Because since it's an open world, I don't think they'll have that fast travel anymore. And this suggestion when I'm about to read I'd like to see this in Guild Wars 2 because it would just be totally awesome. So here's a suggestion. I'd like to be fat. My suggestion is to make customizable fatness just the way you customize the height or like five stages of it. It could apply only to humans as I don't know the diet and lifestyle of other races. I always wanted to make a fat drunken bard that would look like Little Thumb but every character looks like a supermodel which is true, it might not be so simple as only the tummy grows but legs and neck such get fatter too. If you would make it the way no one else could abuse it, put a reasonable limit saying I lack in all games I've played. Now if they added this feature in Guild Wars 2 that would be just plain awesome. At last I'd be able to have a fat warrior. Here's another suggestion, which I don't really like, but I'm just going to read it out anyway. Prevent chat lines with certain words from appearing. You should be able to prevent, prevent chat lines with certain words from appearing. The list with those words should be customizable freely in the game and saved in a text file in the Guild Wars folder. This might be useful in Guild Wars 1 too. You could put those annoying gold seller websites names in it, or, use, or the word Ursan, which I don't know what it means. I guess this is a good suggestion, but how would I call other players assholes? Ancestors for Guild Wars 2. Having the possibility to create a character that is your grandson of your old Guild Wars character. Um, I think they're already doing this. That's what the Hall of Monuments was for. Auction house. Guild Wars 2 needs an auction house because I'm tired of hearing WTB, WTB, WTB. WTS, 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 WTB, 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 and that I can't find anything I am looking for, and an auction house I could find what I was looking for. It would also save players a lot of time. It's a good idea, but they'll just do what they're doing wow. Selling major weapon of holding a sword in auction house now, go buy. Even though it would be a great idea to have an auction house, and I really think they should put this in Guild Wars 2, the spam of WTB will not die. Also, looking through these suggestions, I see a lot of people wanting to get houses, but I don't think this will work, and they probably won't add it to Guild Wars 2. Here's a funny one. Guild Wars for the PS Triple. Hey, guys. Guild Wars is a sick game. We all know that, but would Guild Wars 2 be available on PS Triple? If it is, it would be great because PS Triple has sick graphics and it would be like the first Mamopaga to be on a console. But don't drop that idea on PC please. 
Just puzzling me after NCSoft striked a deal with Sony. Arthur's. No, okay, thanks, bye. Buy back system. A nice simple change would be to allow players to buy back items sold to a merchant. Perhaps you can implement a separate tab where you can see what you sold and simply select the items to be recovered. This idea deserves a gold star. Seriously, an uncountable number of times I've sold something that I didn't want to sell. Sir ArenaNet, if you can hear me now, add this to Guild Wars 2. Or, even better, add it to Guild Wars 1 and Guild Wars 2. Or, even better than that, give me a free copy of Guild Wars 2. That's enough suggestions for one episode. So, basically, that's the bloomin' lot. Gold star to whoever gets the reference. So tune in every Thursday or every Friday because I can't really decide of which day to upload it because sometimes it takes a whole day for it to upload to iTunes because, well, I don't know, it's iTunes. For another Defenders of Ascalon. Also, if you have any questions, email 10xproduction at live.co.uk. Thank you.
20 minutes of podcasting time for the win.